Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Coming to you each noon every Sunday for the first edition, and of course it is now noon Sunday Australian Eastern Standard Time all um, throughout the Eastern Time Zone. And, of course, we are very much broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and paying respects to elders past and present, including our sister girls and brother boys, acknowledging LGBTI Indigenous elders, including sister girls and brother boys, for their unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around our land. And, well, huge excitement today. Um, interviewing someone really, really, really famous at about half past 12 or just before, be catching up with um, Jordan Raskopoulos from the Axis of Awesome. And the Axis of Awesome, I'm sorry, I'm convinced that should be the name of a wrestling faction. And, of course, with WrestleMania tomorrow, that was my excuse for opening up with Triple H, uh, Triple H's theme, uh, the game. And, well, rest in peace, Lemmy from Motorhead, who passed away late last year. I haven't acknowledged that as yet. Um, one of the great musicians and, well, whatever you think of Triple H in real life or in persona on screen, his eulogy at uh, Lemmy's memorial service was pretty, um, in the words of the WWE universe, this is awesome. So there we go. So yes, um, musical stuff, comedy stuff today, gosh, very exciting. Um, 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 the acts of awesome are um, on in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Um, start mentioning it now. Tuesday the 5th to Saturday the 9th of April um, at Max Watts. Um, what? Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. Anyway, um, what else um, on the show today? Well, got to have a chat first about the fact that during the week was International Transgender Day of Awareness, um, or Trans Day. Um, started in 2009 and... Um, people might say, well, hang on, isn't there another day? And they're sort of quite right. Um, 20th of November every year for since 1999 has been the um, Trans Day of Remembrance, honouring those we have lost. And it was um, thought, hang on, yes, we definitely need to do that, and we certainly do, um, because we're going to need to do it, sadly. I hope that we never, of course, lose another trans person um, too early. But... Um, you know, look, um, as long, even if we don't lose another person, um, we've got to keep honouring that. But it can. Many people think, hang on, isn't it a bit of a gloomy sort of day? And it's a bit downheartening. 
And so in 2009, along came Trans Day of Visibility, or International Trans Day of Visibility, thanks to um, a um, US-based trans advocate, Rachel Crandall. I might have to track Rachel down and um, get um, Rachel on the show, I think. Could be a good idea. Find out more about the work that is done. And so, therefore, as I count on my fingers, um, this is the eighth Trans Day of Visibility, or just was, and I have to say it was certainly the most visible, um, obvious pun intended, but um, um, very much was the case that um, um, that um, you know um, Trans Day of Remembrance um, um, was important, sorry, and now Trans Day of Visibility, um, and it was... Um, um, founded by Rachel, sorry, had a text come in. I'll come to that in the next segment. Um, and um, the holiday was founded by Rachel to celebrate trans people and the fact that oh, those who are living. And I think it can go even higher than that um, because it is important that we remember, regardless of the appropriate label used or group name, Trans and gender diverse has existed since um, the birth of the human race, the two-spirit in North America. Um, of course, as I mentioned, our own sister girls and brother boys, um, Fafoni and Samoa, just to name a few. And, um, you know, we need to remember that um, what I'll call for short trans awesomeness is a really cool thing. I mean, look at the amazing people like um, Lily Wachowski and um, Lana Wachowski now, um, who create amazing films. Lynn Conway, computer guru, um, Laverne Cox. But someone said something to me late latter part of last year that has stuck in my little pea brain. And um, um, yes, that sometimes, I know it's difficult, but yeah, it's amazing that transgender people sort of survive at all sometimes. Um, and we do. And we come through with resilience and courage and strength of all sorts. And... Um, yeah, it's really important that um, we, um, you know, sort of do um, acknowledge um, that history and that uniqueness and the amazing insights that we have. And so it was really good to see news articles, a fantastic um, article and picture in particular put out by um, the great peeps at Minus 18, who, of course, do enormous work. Um, and I just... Um, love this picture, um, which um, emerged Trans Day of Visibility. If you go to Minus 18's website, and there's um, seven of them there, and the smile just radiates through whichever screen you're looking at. Some familiar faces there um, from young trans and gender diverse peeps. Um, so, and as it says, Trans Day of Visibility, be yourself, be amazing today and every day. Um, yep, so let's have 365 and a quarter days per year per annum of trans awesome and gender diverse awesomeness. I think I can live with that. And it was great to see the recognition from so many people. So I think this day will continue to grow. Um, yes, we face challenges, of course. Talked about them um, for much of the year on the show. But, um, yeah, I think um, that, uh, you know, we will push through, of course, and get everything we want. But I think the other thing that was... That there were a few posts. Rachel Richardson, a trans woman in northeastern Victoria, um, sort of touched on this. Hey, yes, there are things that are wrong. We know that we, we want to improve healthcare and documents and all these things for trans people. And we've had 
snippets of progress um, at state varying um, levels according to your state, territory and or federal. We've, of course, Les, um, had a, um, a, hit a, a pothole in the last couple of months. But Rachel Richardson, and this article is on Transgender Victoria's page and my own, um, talked about how we need to start emphasising the positives more. And I'm with that. Um, you know, we have to have a balance. It can be very difficult acknowledged when we're constantly facing um, prejudice of all sorts to remember that. And we need to bring those issues up and deal with them. But let's, um, said the Libran, we're still pretty close to an equinox. Um, let's all be balanced. Let's look at the awesomeness of trans and gender diverse people and our families. When families support us, we can get through. I had a wonderful meeting with a trans family yesterday, which I co-facilitate. Um, biggest numbers in a while, seven or eight guests, um, but not just parents. Um, I'll say broader than that. Um, I won't give, um, give away any details for the sake of confidentiality, but more and more people are wanting support. Um, two levels. They want to support their, um, whether it's children, grandchildren, nibblings, pibblings, whatever, but also they um, want to find out they need a space for themselves. It can be sometimes a bit draining to support someone else. They get a space. So I acknowledge as well on Trans Day of Visibility, families, supporters, allies, partners of trans and gender diverse people, you're awesome too. So um, let's have more of it. Um, and of course, the next big day coming up, not that it's trans specific, um, not far away already, as we are now into early April, 17th of May is Ida Hoppet Day, International Day Against Homophobia by Intersex Transphobia. Um, let's start thinking about what we can do on that day to make sure it's inclusive. It does officially include bisexuality as of last year. It sort of snuck in just before last year's date, but there's no excuse this year. Please be inclusive for our bi um, cousins. And um, yeah, um, we'll do that. While we're talking intersection of trans and bi, I've got to thank um, Deputy Premier James Molino, who at the Monday 21st of March rally um, was very inclusive in terms of language of homophobia, biphobia and transphobia. Um, and I've also got to quickly mention, just while I'm on language, I was at a meeting a couple of months ago and someone who had missed a couple of meetings of this particular group um, said, look, I've been away because a relative has had prostate cancer and I've been nursing my relative and then said, so... People with prostates, make sure you get them checked. Brilliantly inclusive language of trans women. Um, big tick and got compliments. Um, it's not that hard. can be done to be inclusive, respectful and celebrate and value diversity. All right. Um, let's have the diverse pansexual music continue now. And I was raiding the music cabinet. Yes, I've still got a cabinet, not just a laptop, said the 50-year-old and came up with this Triple J Live at the Wireless compilation from the early 90s, and Angelique Kijo and Batonga, 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. One and a half hours of diverse alternative music, from pre to post-punk, funk, rock, hardcore and alternative rock. Supporting musos and bands, both local and international, that you don't hear on mainstream radio. The Raven's Lair, alternative music from 60s through to today. Mixing it up for your early hours listening taste. Coming to you live every Monday from midnight, jam-packed with as much music that can be squeezed in. The Raven's Lair, broadcasting live on 3CR Community Radio. 
Alternative People Powered Radio exhibition is on now. Get along to Gertrude Contemporary Gallery and enjoy this exciting collaboration. The exhibition features recordings, technological hardware, photos, ephemera and newly commissioned artworks by local artists which frame and interpret the station's history of radical broadcasting. A series of live broadcasts are happening every Friday in April direct from the exhibition space, talking sovereignty, troublemaking and music. Come and explore the politics of broadcasting, the experience of community and the station's radical history with Gertrude Contemporary Gallery and Art Space. 200 Gertrude Street, Fitzroy, open Tuesdays to Saturdays from 11am. Exhibition finishes April 23rd. For more information, visit 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU and on demand out of the pan with Sally broadcasting for the first edition every noon till one every Sunday afternoon now back in Eastern Standard Time. Um, had a text come in which I forgot to mention. You can um, contact the show in lots of ways. Text in six one four zero one zero seven eight nine eight one. You can um, email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. Or you can look for me or Out of the Pans page on Facebook. And I'm simply there as Sally Goldner. No um, name issues there. Or Out of the Pan, 3CR, 855 AM, Melbourne. And as I said, we've had a text come in. Um, and in my best um, Bart Simpson voice, hey, first-time listener. We've had a first-time listener. Hello to whoever you are. And um, Bart has... Um, Bart knows <laughs> the first-time listener. Well... I don't know what the person's name is, but sorry about that. Um, first time listener has wants to know what Jordan thinks of Caitlyn Jenner and had, whether Jordan had ever met a trans um, person before transitioning. I uh, don't have a name here for our first time listener. Um, but um, also mentioned there's a, an interview with Caitlyn Jenner in today's Age newspaper, which I've just had a scratch both on the net and in all parts of the Age and couldn't find it. So if you're able to text back um, if it's whether it's which section it's in, which page number, um, I'll multitask for the next segment and have a look at that. Yeah, look, I suppose it brings up an issue. There's been debate about Caitlyn Jenner from day one. And my personal subjective opinions, which I hope are reasonably objective. Um, look, I think Caitlyn Jenner, when she told her personal story, um, that was overwhelmingly valuable. She's an older trans woman, lived 65 years, not being able to be herself. Um, that's a difficult situation for any trans person, including trans woman. No question. Um, but, um, you know, as time's gone on and Caitlyn's ended up as a sort of advocate, I think that's where it's questionable. And, um, you know, there's this, this question of her, you know, loyalties to the Republican Party or connections, whatever we want to call them, um, to be fair. And, you know, how can, you know, it raises a question, I suppose. And I think the other thing, though, about Caitlin, all along people have been, acute, bit acute, have been somewhat accusatory towards her of being a bit publicity-seeking, um, you know, using the Kardashian name, that sort of thing, and also... Um, the income, wealth and privilege that she has and connections, which, of course, I would be prepared to say the massive majority, and we're talking 98% or something, give or take, of trans and gender diverse people don't often have. And we're all sadly aware of the isolation faced. 
So she has created visibility, but I think, to be fair, there's been bloopers, you know, focusing on dresses, the Republican stuff, and I suppose digressing a little um, on the Republican stuff. You know, we've got parallel issues here. Tim Wilson, former Australian Human Rights Commissioner, is now pre-selected for the very um, safe seat for the Liberal Party of Goldstein, which covers um, inner southeastern Melbourne suburbs such as Brighton, where I grew up but managed to escape the dark side, um, that sort of thing. And, you know, people have been critical of Tim um, in many ways, some valid, some not. I think um, I don't believe Tim is aware of his privilege either, to be honest, um, in terms of income. Tim claims to have had it easy coming out. Um, you know, I have to take that at its word. But if you've had it easy coming out and there aren't too many, then uh, that leads to the question, can you be really and truly empathic to those who are struggling, particularly beyond middle-class gay males? Um, so it raises an issue, um, you know, sort of about empathy, which is considered to be a quality of leadership that, um, you know, sort of needs to be considered. And I've got to say, during the week, I read an interview with Christine Forster, Tony Abbott's, uh, who is also the sister of Tony Abbott. Um, and I think she shows no understanding of the issues of our GLBTI community at times. Yes, she's prominent. She's probably a really nice person, but there might be someone else who may not be aware of her own privilege. And if they want to come on this show, Tim or, um, you know, sort of, um, or Christine, I'm happy to talk about that um, at any time. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a challenging one when you have um, GLBTIQ plus people from who seem to identify with the right wing. They are part of our community That in terms of GLBTIQ. Um, the question is, does it mean because they're not empathic? We don't have to abandon them, but we can try to talk about it, I suppose, and we've got to get these issues out in the open. Um, so, yep, invitation open. Um, for GLBTIQ right-wingers to come on the show. But we've also got to be fair. In the past, um, you know, to use a parallel, religion's been critical of LGBTIQ, and people have then said, oh, all religion sucks. Well, that's not true either. Um, of course, there's lots of supportive stuff for Judaism and Christianity, Mahaba for GLBTI Muslims. We need to be aware of that. Well, you know, I, I'm sure there are nice LGBTIQ conservatives and to use the old gag, when I meet both of them, I'll let you know who they are. No, seriously, not true. We've got to be fair. Um, let's try to take everyone on their merits because all of LGBTIQ+, that's all we've ever asked of us. Um, because we've got um, Jordan Raskopoulos from Axis of Awesome coming up in the last two segments today, um, I'm going to just rip through the things coming up for the week. Um, we have um, Bent TV, as always, on Friday night, the 8th of April. And, of course, look for it on benttv.org.au and YouTube for trans and gender diverse people. Um, Seahorse Club of Victoria have their uh, meeting on Saturday the 9th, the second Saturday of the month. Check that one out um, or call them 95138222. And for the Kingsters, um, change is very much on this month. So um, get um, down there. They're back at the Central Club in Richmond. Um, so um, watch out for that one. And then, of course, by um, that's just that's just the way the calendar falls this week. Lots more happening next week um, as we get into it. All right. Um, I'm going to try and do international dialing stuff, and I hope my fingers do the right thing. Um, stand by. Um, in the meantime, um, whilst we're chilling out in the out-of-the-pan yard, 
let's have a track from um, Catfish from there, Don, um, headed by Don Walker, ex-Cole Chisel, from their first album in the early 90s, Unlimited Address. Let's go in to my backyard, 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855am, digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. And, of course, broadcasting on demand, um, out of the pan with Sally, broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants. And we just heard from Catfish, headed by Don Walker from 1991, in my backyard. And, um, well, just before I go on, before I forget, um, for those listening live today, make sure, and if you can get there, get down to um, 2pm at Federation Square for the campaign um, again, um, for ra- um, racial freedom, Yes to Refugees, No to Islamophobia, 2pm at Federation Square. Um, hop down there and be a part of that one. Um, really important, particularly after what happened at the football on Friday night. Um, that's a fail um, to whoever, to the people who brought that banner in. But in our backyard right now, um, pleasure to welcome um, to the 3CR Airwaves the fabulous Jordan Raskopoulos from Axis of Awesome. Jordan, welcome. Hi. Thank you. How are you? All right, thanks. Great to have you on the show. Um, well, I've got to use the obvious pun. It's awesome. Um, but, um, you know, what, what a huge, um, huge thing. And, of course, um, at the moment you're wrapping up a tour um, in New Zealand. Um, yeah, yeah, we're in Christchurch at the moment. And uh, we've played a couple of shows out here. And uh, we are uh, having a great time. And we're getting ready uh, to head to Melbourne next week. That's right. You're here for the... Fabulous Melbourne International Comedy Festival, which is just absolutely, gosh, it's more tightly packed than a drag king's trousers, but um, <laughs> it is um, absolutely huge. Um, you're here. What, um, give us a few hints as to what people could expect as part of um, your show that you won't ever stop giving up. Yeah, won't ever not stop giving up. Ever um, not stop giving up. Yeah, I, yeah, I, without the night, it's, it's, it's a negative thing. So we actually yeah. want to give a positive message that we won't ever give up, not ever, forever, stopping, not at all. Um, yeah. So it's a, we're, it's a musical comedy show, for those familiar with the Axis of Awesome. This is our 10th year together as a band. Wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, and we've been doing Melbourne Comedy Festival since 2008, so... Um, so for those who've seen us before, it's uh, The Axis of Awesome. We're going to sing an hour of funny songs, a bunch of brand new songs, uh, as well as a couple of classics from the internet. And um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, there have been some changes, um, but, but the music and the humour is still absolutely there. Well, yes, some changes. Um, it does yeah. seem that it is the the, um, the lineup of yourself, um, Lee and Benny. But mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of, yeah. A few a few other changes have been going on, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, I don't know if you if yeah. you have to tell so, me more uh, about for those, that. For those who have, yeah, for those who aren't uh, across the news, uh, I've I've transitioned, so I'm transgender, and um, yeah, we kind of took some time off uh, from doing shows last year and and putting our videos out on the internet while I did that, and uh, we made the announcement about six weeks ago, and then got right on. Uh, doing it. So we went to the Adelaide Fringe um, and performed our first shows with me as a woman. And uh, and it's been really, really wonderful. It's, um, you know, obviously very nerve-wracking for someone who's transgender um, mm-hmm. to kind of step out as themselves for the first time, but then to kind of do it on stage in front of 500 people uh, was... Uh, was it was crazy, but um, there was just so much support, and it was really wonderful. Um, 
and and what is what has been you know really spectacular is how little has changed as well that our fans are still coming out still coming to see the show um our shows are very similar um you know our sense of humor is the same uh you know i just wear prettier clothes um. <laughs> well that's right you get a, a chance to be a bit more glammy but it is it is really um you know fantastic to see that and i thought the thought struck me this morning as i was thinking about our upcoming conversation mm-hmm. that I remember when Australian country singer Becky Cole came out as a lesbian, you know, not quite yeah. the same, but close, and people just said, we know you're a great entertainer, um, fantastic. And it sounds to me like here's the same. People know that you're fun, that you're quality entertainment, and God yeah. knows comedy, of course, um, as a, I have to say as a, a former stand-up myself, it's one of the mm-hmm. toughest things to do. You are really out there and making yourself yeah. vulnerable, and yet you're rocking it, um, so to speak. Yeah. Well, totally. I mean, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of messages of support. And, but, you know, a lot of messages once made the announcement and then they're like, okay, cool, cool. Can you make some comedy videos, please? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we just want you to make comedy videos. Um, but, it, look, it's, it's, been, it's been really um, positive. Obviously, there's a few idiots on the internet, but there, mm. there would have been idiots on the internet regardless, you know, no matter what video we put out. Um, but... Uh, having uh, a lot of trans people get in touch afterwards and, uh, you know, parents with, with transgender kids mm. kind of reaching out and, and saying um, how meaningful it was for them to see to see me come out and, and be myself. And um, it's been really good. It's been really lovely. And, and, you know, lots of people are having kind words after the show. Some people even brought me flowers. Oh. Um, it's really nice. <laughs> and chocolate as well? Uh, uh, someone brought me earrings. That was cool. That's cool. Earrings. That'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Fashion and expand expand the glammy wardrobe. That always is a good thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coming back to comedy though, I mean just you know, looking at where gosh, you've um in the words of the old song, you've been everywhere. Um you know, yeah. Sydney Opera House, um, LA, Edinburgh Fringe, Montreal, you know, sort of the big the big BBC's comic relief and mm. um sharing a stage with the Hoff in a military base in the Sinai Desert. Um yeah. anything out of any of those or anything else leap out as an am- amazing gig um, you know, on any on during any part of your you know, sort of career. Are there yeah. any any standouts? I mean there's so there's so many. I mean, um and with so many different types of gigs. I mean the going out to the, to the military base in the, in, the, in the desert performing for the troops was a was kind of one of the most unique um, kind of shows that we, we did. Um, yeah, I mean to be honest, one, one of the one of my my favourite shows is when we did it was show in Amsterdam, and you know a place I'd, we'd never been before, none of us had ever been, and um, to walk out on stage to an enormous crowd who who all knew the words to the songs, and you know just just marvelling at the fact that. We can we travel overseas, um, you know, to people whose English is in first language, mm-hmm. and connect with them when you know we've never set foot in their country before, and just just the power of, of the internet, and, but the power of music and everything um, was just yeah, just that moment of just going oh wow, these these people know who we are, and we've we've we live on the other side of the world, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, well, look, um, this this is the thing. Um you know, sort of comedy and music, you know, they do sort of, you know, a smile and a laugh can go yeah. beyond apparent language barriers and, you know, yeah. connect at a human level, which is so really, really important. Yeah. So, um, I think, sorry. I, oh, yeah, I was just saying, I think also because we parody popular music so much that that music is something that, that crosses boundaries as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Well, yeah. So um, you 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 you've got that to 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 go everywhere. Um, so yeah, look, it's great that um, you're you know sort of you know you've had just such a rel- you know a relatively good ride, and I agree with you. There's a few schmuckle burgers on in terms of your trans and gender diverse journey. I should say a good ride yeah. in terms of that, and I agree yeah. that. Yes, there's a minority of Schmuckelbergers on the internet. Yeah, and well, I, think, I mean, I think with the, the, the Schmuckelbergers, a, a lot of the time, any, any cruel words that people have said are, are words that I said to myself at some point, I think, you know. Um, mm. You know, dealing with dysphoria alone and, you know, having my own shame um, and, you know, telling myself that I'm, you know, not a real woman or I could never be, uh, you know, I could never pass or I'd never be acceptable or I'd lose my career. Or I'm not, all, all of those things that people... The, the cruel people are saying are, are things I said to myself, and I got past that. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of immune to that kind of talk because, um, yeah, I got past myself, and, you know, if I get my, my, past myself, I can get past everyone. Oh, look, that is, you know, here, here, um, you know, it, it sort of relates. I was ch- talking in the first part of the show about International Transgender Day of Awareness on Thursday, mm. and I think that's the thing. People have been to say, hey, we don't have to be put down yes people try to do it but we don't have to be and if you've come to that point of hey you're the whole person including your gender identity that you are that's that that's great and the fact that you are out there giving visibility i think of laura jane grace and Paige yeah. phoenix and other artists i mean not on screen so much but of course the wakowskis it sends yeah. a great message that you can be yourself and achieve your full potential as a person. Absolutely. I mean, Laura Jane Grace is a huge role model uh, for me that, you know, when I was first, you know, starting to transition and um, wondering what my career would be like after and then seeing her journey and seeing that, you know, she was able to continue singing with the same voice, with, with the same band, um, to the same people and not care. And it, and it didn't matter, and that was that was eye opening for me because at at the time I was like, "There's no way I can keep being who I am as a performer. I can't keep being a singer in a rock band and and transition." And seeing her do it, um, it, it just flicked the switch, and I'm like, "Oh, of course I could just I could just do it. I could just do it." <laughs> and you did, and you did, and now you're yeah. you know sort of your whole self and complete. Do you find actually in a way that? performing, coming up with material is easier because your mind is freer. You know what? Yeah, absolutely. That there was always, I mean, in, in terms of my performance, I always noticed there was never, there were never a level of honesty that other comedians sort of had because I was always hiding a part of myself and I was always, you know, had this kind of sense of, of, of guilt and shame about it. And so I'd always make sure that I played a character on stage or, you know, that mm. my characters were never named Jordan and, and that was all. I think that was all linked to my sense of dysphoria. And now that I'm kind of more accepting of myself, I can be more honest in my work and more free in what I create. Oh, sensational! So can only can only access of awesome fans. Um, it can only keep getting better. <laughs> there, there's something yeah. to look forward to. Look, I had a question yeah. come in um, earlier in the show via text um, mm. from a first-time listener to the program who read an interview with um, Caitlin Jenner, in, and it says it's right. in today's age, but I haven't quite tracked it, but um, wanted to know, and no obligation to answer, what you thought of Caitlin Jenner, and you've answered the second part of this question, had you, well, actually not quite, had you met a trans person before transitioning? Yeah. Okay, uh, so yeah, first, um, I mean, I, I've actually written quite a lengthy article about um, Caitlin Jenner that I sort of wrote uh, quite, a, quite a number of months ago when her reality series um, dropped, mm-hmm. and, and 
I, at that stage, you know, very closeted, um, you know, in, in the middle of transition, but still not publicly out and, and writing under a pseudonym, found, that, found her, her um, very difficult to deal with personally because um, politically we're very different. I think we're very different women. Um, and I think we have different ideas of what it means to be trans. But I think what is good about Caitlyn Jenner and, and trans people being visible in general is that there is a, a variety of, of personalities and opinions and beliefs on display, and I think if there is any danger around around Caitlyn Jenner, and I don't really think there's danger, but it's that if if all the of all the focus of trans issues is on one individual, no matter who that individual is, or whether they're conservative or progressive or whatever, then that's a problem. And, and what we need to see is more trans people um, visible with diverse beliefs, with mm-hmm. diverse political opinions, um, to, to show that we're people and we're diverse, and that you know not all trans people are the, are the same. Like not all people are the same. So I think it is great now that they're the Lewachowski sisters, and you know, and all the people we listed before, um, and and more and more people coming out um, in the spotlight and and being entertainers, and um, and making progress and moving forward. Um, I think is really really wonderful. It is good to see, and look, I think it is, you know, it is clearly yeah. going in the right direction overall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah and, look. And the second, the second part of your question, have I ever met yes. a trans person before? Yeah. Um, so before transitioning, I knew of two. Right. Um, and I, in fact, I was on a television show on the ABC called Backseat Drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a, uh, a show where comedians were driving a taxi and would pick up passengers and have conversations with them and we'd film the conversations and then, uh, and put them to air. And I had a trans woman come in the taxi oh, wow. um, and spoke with her. And she was someone I actually knew that I'd met at uh, Melbourne Comedy Festival maybe five years earlier. And I, and she said, and I said, I know you, I know your name. And, and I, I she's like, Oh, you've got a good memory. And I'm, and of course, you know, <laughs> I did because I had a good memory from one of the only transgender people I'd ever met. And, it was that conversation with her um, that was kind of the catalyst for me um, deciding to come to, to terms with my own um, gender dysphoria. And it was maybe two months after we, after that filming that I I decided to transition. So, well, there, gosh, there, that's a there you go, so, there you go, sort of moment. Um, so, to whoever that trans woman is, um, yeah. Well, was, we we keep in touch. Uh, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, um, you know, that just. Connection does it again. <laughs> so yeah. huge. Um, mm. Wow. All right. Well, look, let's just run through as well. Um, just, um, we'll mention the Melbourne dates again, but um, of course yeah. there's stuff coming up in Sydney um, and later in the month, and then you cross the continent to Perth as well. Yes, yes, yes. Just for our yeah, um, Australia-wide li- audience. Yeah, pretty much. We've, we've kind of got, we're kind of really focusing on uh, yeah, making sure we kind of hit the fans all across the country. So... Yeah, so Melbourne is this this coming week, Tuesday through to Sunday, and then uh, yeah, Sydney and Perth, and then and then later in the year we're heading to Europe to Edinburgh in the UK. So. Oh wow, the, fa- the amazing Edinburgh festival! Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it this year. It'll be great. Awesome. Uh, well, look, uh, once again, the Melbourne dates: um, Tuesday through um, the fifth through Sunday the tenth, nine forty-five for the first four shows, eight forty-five um, for the Sunday one, always an hour earlier. Book online at the Comedy Festival, and your website is naturally enough, axis of, axis of awesome.com. That's it. 
Look, Jordan, thanks so much for your time today um, to come on the show. Um, all the best with just comedy and everything as a person. Um, thanks yeah. for your your visibility. It It's a difference maker. Um, you know, we keep connecting and keep yeah. creating great stuff and all the best for the Melbourne season. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pleasure. Bye. Jordan Raskopoulos from the Axis of Awesome. Wow. Um, what a just a, a lovely, lovely person. Thanks to um, Hannah from Hannah Watkins Publicity for arranging the international dialing stuff. Um, so no, 3CR's phone bill didn't just go through the roof. Um, please donate to 3CR. Support us. All right. Let's have um, a little bit of music and then I'll come back and wrap it up. Um, in the meantime, um, well, I thought I'd um, dig out... Um, the um, theme for the show today, um, and um, for, um, and haven't played it in full for a while, but of course you hear it 47 seconds of it um, at the start of every uh, week, but let's have the full version. Here's Mental as Anything, some fun people, let's cook. Hi family. I'm Sergio from Che Sudaka, and I wanted to invite you to join Community Radio 3CR. Subscribe, please, because they need your help. This is David Rovix, and you are tuned to 3CR, 8.55 a.m., Melbourne, Australia. Step three is finding there's a tactic when everyone believes it could be true. That if all the people work collectively, there just might be something we can do and everything can change. It can change. And, well, um, I've got to say very quickly, um, when people like Jordan just sound so peaceful and content and just lovely and warm, um, that's a sign that things are changing for trans and gender diverse people. Naturally, we all wish it could have could change with a snap, snap of a finger. Not quite. Thanks to Linda for um, texting in. Um, um, and um, also, and um, those who tweeted, Linda, um, one of our regular tweeters, yes, um, it was the calling card was supplied by um, Hannah. Um, and thanks to our first-time listener who sent another couple of messages um, thanking for the interview and was happy with the answer to the question. And we have found um, the link to the um, article mentioned. It's at wa.today.com.au. So if you put WA Today and Caitlin Jenner, that should come in. Um, and, uh, yep, we've got it. Um, so, yeah, have a read of that. And we might I might have a chat about that in the next couple of weeks. All right. Um, so... Uh, musically, as I said, we had Cats from Cats and Dogs, Let's Cook, from the fun guys that are mental as anything with the theme of this show. Take it out today. Well, we are in the middle of the comedy festival with um, funny people who do comedy, like Jordan. Um, so a track from Paul Kelly and the Messengers. Comedy seems appropriate um, for all the trans women out there who are growing up. Your little sister is a big girl now. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Help 3CR support the rights of Indigenous Australians. 
They mean to save our culture and save our dreams, our footprints, dreams, our songline, and keep our culture going strong. Of course, a lot of the Aboriginals, having been stolen, were put into state care, and also others. The recognition were... of what our people have been through in the last 200 years, the recognition of our culture in the last 40,000 years, and the recognition of where we are heading into the future. Welcome to uh, Survival Day, Invasion Day, 220.